Welcome, everybody, to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wigel, and I'm joined today by Brian Nyson, original OG guest yes. of the podcast. How's we, it going? We're back at it. We're back. We're back, baby. What's going on, man? This is... Uh, this is rare for you because we missed you in September. We used yeah. to, we have you on every month. We always I, try to. I appreciate that. But uh, I think <laughs> I think when you co or you you hosted your own episode, it went to your head. We had to, <laughs> we had to give you a little break. Yeah, yeah. Jake and I tried to venture out and do our own thing, and it just didn't work out. The Bookhouse Boys podcast, uh, podcast, bit- the show. <laughs> I can I don't remember what it was called, but it was fun. It's it's fun to be back. Well, glad to be here. Hey, if you ever need some help producing you and Jake's podcast, we'd love to have you here at Split Six Media. Actually, that brings up a point. Um, one of our sister podcasts, Swimming with Sharks, a DFS podcast hosted by Eric Robertson and Michael Carls, has just got their own feed and is starting to venture out on their own. So I want to encourage everybody to go out there, search for Swimming with Sharks, DFS. You'll find all their stuff. Um, and if you want to make some money playing FanDuel or DraftKings listen to them because they're in the green so far in the year so they've if you were to follow their advice you'd be making some money hell yeah brian back to real business what are we drinking tonight we got sierra nevada oktoberfest 2018 that's right baby it is um it's brewed in collaboration with weifenstaffen can you say that in a german accent for me please bavarians weifenstaffen Pfeiffenstaffen? <laughs> the world's oldest brewery. Which is pretty crazy. Um, I, obviously. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> got this because it's October. Traditional to have an Oktoberfest beer during October. Isn't right? Oktoberfest like in September though? I think, Frank, no. Yeah, because Frankenmuth just had theirs. Well, I think in America it is, but not in Germany. You know that's like the biggest or the second biggest Oktoberfest in the country? Frankenmuth is? Yeah. Well, it is a pretty German town. Yeah, and I've I've been there. It's it's crazy that it's like the second biggest. <laughs> right, I guess yeah. you've been there for Oktoberfest. Yeah, it was. Oh, it's nice. crazy, man. It's fun. I wanted to go this year, but I was up in a Mackinac with my girl, and that was fun. As I was saying earlier, Mike Carl's goes every year to that. So, dude, yeah, it's nuts. It's an it's an all day thing. You got to go get the chicken and the. Well, not for me. Give me the tofurkey, baby. Let's open these up. Crack them. Interesting. I want you know, Oktoberfest beers always taste like amber beers. Yeah. But this one tastes... It's got that aftertaste, almost like chocolatey. Or a, f- a flavor that I'm not familiar with that I'm trying to put my mind around. Mm. I don't know, man. Well, it's... it's all right, let's read the back. It's not the most exciting beer for me. <laughs> <laughs> we partnered with Bavaria's Weifenstaffen, the world's oldest brewery, for this American take on the classic from German Oktoberfest. A malt backbone is balanced by subtle hop character in the crisp, clean, and drinkable cloud pre- cloud crowd pre- <laughs> Man, we fucked you up. Nothing, <laughs> nothing captures the spirit of celebration like beer among friends. We brew in Chico, California. Um, yeah, so this is 6%. Um, I don't know, yeah, and we're also, we also got, 
You know, it's not an IPA. That's all I can say. Yeah. It's not my favorite because it's not an IPA. I also got this can of Founders Mosonic Promise here, so maybe that's throwing the taste off. Oh, yeah. We did have a pre-beer for this one, everybody. Just yeah. so you know, that political segment's about to be lit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. overall, solid for a beer that is from a genre of beer I don't really like, but um, it's October. We got to celebrate the pumpkins or something, right? Something like that. Yeah, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. Oh, boy. Charlie Brown. (laughs) Man. We miss you, Chuck. We miss you, Chuck. (laughs) Just waiting for the drop over here. It's like we got about... Uh Oh, we still got like uh, three seconds. Beer number one. Sports. Oh. Hell yeah. Sports. As Melissa just said... Brian, how you feel about the sports world these days? I'm getting more excited about it because basketball is coming back. and Basketball is your favorite sport. Yeah, which brings me to the question I wanted to ask you. All right, let's hear it. Do you want to join my fantasy league? Oh, God. <laughs> when is that draft? The 13th. That's like next Saturday. week. Yeah. Oh, I will not be able to join then. That's a bit sad. I'll be in Denver. What are you doing there? Hanging out with Sean. Oh, that'll be fun. <laughs> Shout out to Sean Davidson, one guest or one time guest on this podcast. Uh, you'll probably never hear from him again. But... <laughs> <laughs> Damn, um, was he was he not good? No, he was fine. He just lives in Denver. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um. Anyways, um, Brian, I would love to be in your league. Maybe we can work something out. Is it an online draft? Mm, no, we're gonna do it live, but you would Damn be it. you'd be the second team of the expansion, so it's just kind of like, you know, you get first pick. I get the first overall pick. You get first or second pick. Can I take that Luka Doncic boy? Uh, I was probably gonna take him with my first round pick, just because I don't. I just want him to build for my team. You know, yeah. I already got like. Anthony like you don't Davis. want me in this league because that's who I would draft. Dude, he's so good. Either him or um, he's so good. I don't know who else can I take. Like, uh, depends who's not capped. Like CB three will be available. Uh, Demar Derozan might be. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, <laughs> Luka Donick. Kawhi Leonard might be. Uh, okay, maybe I would take Kawhi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's gonna be a good time, man. Anyways, we that... finally got a date set, so it's it's. It's finally happening. Well, I'll get back to you on that, but I'm going to say probably not because I will be out of town and I'm not going to be able to pay attention during football season. Um, oh, that's just disappointing, man. Football, like, all you got to do is set your lineup one, like, once a week. The thing is, that's all I can think about all the time. For football, for basketball, you need to check it, like, every day. Yeah, man, that's why it's so exciting because it's an everyday thing. There's a game on every day. Ah, uh, man. Oh, That's why it's so great. I am excited to start watching basketball every day again. Um, and hockey. Hockey's back, too. Um, you know, football season's in full swing. This is... Uh not I'm, not the best time of sports in the year because hockey and basketball playoffs, that's my favorite time of sports yeah. uh, of the year. But I mean, yeah. This is a solid time. It's better than what it was, and that maybe that helps it out. Yeah, I was going to say, like, Playoffs is a good time for like a couple months, and then it's the lull of the summer, and it's just God, baseball. It makes the summer suck, and it's like beautiful weather, but... Yeah, baseball is only cool if you're like 
at the game. Or 80. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the postseason is kind of kind of cool, but it's like... The home team, Detroit's not in it. I don't really care that much. Yeah, and I don't care if Detroit's in it. I think Detroit made the World Series twice um, in the recent years. Yeah. And I watched probably one game combined because, well, they got, like, swept twice or something, right? Something like that. Anyway, man, what are we talking about here? All right. Well, um, before we get into a football recap, let's talk about this upcoming basketball season because we know that's what we both love, and I know you're... Yes. Uh, very versed in the subject. So, biggest thing that happened in the offseason, of course, LeBron James going to L.A. What do you think about that, Brian? Yeah, what, still... what, what do you think about that in rel- relative to the Western Conference? Uh, it's still crazy to even, like, when you're watching the preseason game, which is, he's like, yeah, I don't really need to pray, play preseason to get ready. Mm-hmm. And then you just throw in these tomahawk dunks down. Like, he's... he's <laughs> He's in his 16th year playing like he's 23, but... Playing like the best player in the world. Which he is, yeah. I think he's favored to win a MVP. Like, he's gonna... He has to get at least one ring within these four years. I'd be shocked if he doesn't. And I think he's gonna win MVP. If not this... If he doesn't win this year, it'd be hard for him to win again. You're talking about MVP? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you got... Because you got to assume Anthony, he's getting a bunch of free agents. With yeah, the and then you got like Anthony Davis, Giannis Antetokounmpo, like all these young guys who are definitely going to be MVP winners. Right. Like, like the Russell Westbrooks and like Durant's, they're all like in their 30s and Steph Curry now. So it's like it's time for these like young kids to to step up and be this new generation that we're going to watch for the next like 10 years. Yeah, we are witnessing the. Uh, sprouting of the new generation but we're not quite there yet because you still got the warriors who are i think this is the last leg man well if they lose play then that's they're still they're they're still gonna be fine honestly and did you hear what duran said about new york what he said he like he was comparing like the knicks to what lebron feels about the lakers like the history and like the legend the aura he's like you know madison square garden like the Knicks were like the shit back in like the seventies or eighties, whatever. Okay. And they have a huge cap room, you know, these next like two years. So that's why they're favored for like Kawhi and Jimmy Butler and all them. Haven't because like, KD can opt out. Hasn't that been the story of the Knicks ever since I've been paying attention to basketball? That's the story of the Knicks. That's the story of LA. That's the story of like every big market team. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> come on, like. I think I think New York is actually a, a an attractive destination next year because like look you got Christoph Porzingis there you got Dave Fisdale as your head coach and you got a ton of ton of cap room going on and the East is without LeBron now so yeah the East is without anyone it's Kawhi Kawhi and, and uh, Brad Stevens Brad Stevens Philly and yeah Philly I know you're high on Philly oh man I love Philly. Markel Fultz, most improved player of the year already, man. He's Thanks. knocking down those threes. <laughs> I fucking love that kid. That'll be great for Philly. Um, that will really put them. It's in gonna contention. be yeah. It's just gonna be interesting to see how they play like Ben Simmons now with Fultz and all that because they didn't play at all really last year. Right. Is Fultz? Fultz is a point guard, right? Yeah. Are they gonna move him to shooting? I don't know. That would be interesting. He probably plays well off the ball. If, you, like, if I haven't really he's shooting those threes, then... Yeah, I haven't really seen him. I just saw some highlights, you know, because he didn't really play last mm-hmm. year. and So, 
Maybe he would be because Ben's. You have to have the ball in Ben Simmons' hands. Yeah, or else he's not going to be good. Yeah, that's why I never thought it made sense for LeBron to go there because LeBron also needs the ball. Now, if you're hearing that uh, noise, <laughs> um, we're, we're doing for the first time an open studio where my dogs can just roam in and out if they want, uh, trying to mitigate the barking that they normally do. So we'll see how it goes. But um, so the East three team race agreed. Um, Boston, Toronto, Detroit. Uh, well, <laughs> I was going to include um, Philly. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely definitely those three, Philly. Um, but I think teams to watch out for, like, Indiana. Yeah, if Oladipo. And they they got Tyreek Evans. I'm not familiar with him. Oh, man. He, uh, he was on Memphis last year. And, like, the last 20 games he just didn't play because he didn't want to be there anymore. But he can go off for, like, 25 a night. Interesting, okay. He won Rookie of the Year. Back in '09, I Wait, think. Wait, so he's, he's a new addition to the team? Yeah, they just signed him. So it's, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he works in their offense. But, mm-hmm. like, that team was good last year. And the Vic team Ol- pushed, pushed the Cavs with LeBron. Yeah, Vic Oladipo's a beast. Yeah. Like, he he could go off for, he's going to average, like, a career high again this year. And I like right. Dominus Bonus on that team a lot. His- Oladipo's probably a pretty great <laughs> fantasy ad. Yeah, he's going to be available to draft because he's probably not going to be kept. <laughs> there you go. Which is crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what the East... I mean, we can talk about our Pistons. I I have high hopes. I think they'll make playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I if we don't make the playoffs, what the fuck? But we also, should make the playoffs. <laughs> we have Blake Griffin, Andre Drummond, and Reggie Jackson. We should make the playoffs. But, that's true. But that's... we're not going to be better than any of those three teams. Not yet, but... All I'm saying is also Dwayne Casey during his tenure in Toronto started off like 22 and something his first year uh-huh. and constantly got better. In his last year there, he won Coach of the Year and best record in franchise history. Yeah, their star player Demar Derozan has career highs. They trade him, they fire Dwayne Casey, <laughs> but now they got Kawhi and a rookie head coach. But well, I think what Toronto's plan is to be good enough to trade Kawhi. At, uh... That's the thing, man. Like, what if they're in first place at the trade deadline? You still trade Kawhi. He's not staying. <laughs> That's the thing. Do you unless just... he like tells you he's staying or something? You but have to trade him. What they if you're the first seed going into like All Star break, then you and have you're to... favored to win the cha- like go to the finals in the East. No, no, you can't unless unless you truly think you can beat the Warriors, which I don't think any team ever assembled in the history of basketball. <laughs> this can. is the thing, though. <clears throat> That Toronto team last year was the only team that was top five in both offensive and defensive efficiency. They were well, the that... best on both ends, which is crazy. But they, ch- they and ch- they just fucking choked against. They also traded out their coach, yeah, and traded their arguably best player for, um, for a, a guy that is better. For yeah, he's top five in the league at his best. Right, but I mean, it's it's. It's too much inconsistencies to d- guarantee. What's what's your ideal trade? What are you getting back? For if I trade Kawhi? Yeah. If you trade him to the Clippers, I think you're getting a lot back cuz if you trade him to the Clippers, he you know he's staying there and you know LA wants him. What? And you know LeBron, there's going to be a bidding war. I I predict there's going to be a bidding war between both the LA teams cuz you know he wants to go to LA. And this is the thing they don't have to trade for him because he's a free agent after this year. So they could get him right. just but by signing him. Either team that trades for him, though, and in- including a sign-in trade, it's going to be intense competition for that. I think he would rather go to the Clippers because he wants to be the face. 
Right. He doesn't want to be in LeBron's shadow. Right, so that's going to make the market for L.A. to get him because you know L.A. wants to get him. Magic Johnson is going to try really hard and give up a lot for him. I don't think he's going to the Lakers. I don't think he's going to be... He won't go anywhere else besides those two. I'll tell you that. I don't see him going to the Lakers. I see him going to the clip show. Just because, like, yeah, that would make more sense. I'd be... I'm just trying to think who the Clippers even have anymore on that team. Like, they'd have to trade draft picks. Probably, what's that guy's name? Tobias Harris? Oh, man. Yeah, Toby took, like, a weird contract. He took, like, a two-year contract or something. Yeah. He, he could have got, like, overpaid, but chose not to. They're going to have to trade, like, multiple draft uh, picks. Like, what's his name? Uh, Sias Alexander, the kid from Kentucky, the rookie they just drafted. Like, he could be a, a, a stud. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, they, they might not have to trade that much because they they, they know they, they have a good shot at mailing them in free agency. But um, but still, if, if L.A. is going to pony up a bunch of stuff, I don't, uh, as in the Lakers, it's going to it's gonna create an interesting bidding war. The, so the, around, around February next year, it's going to be really fun. The owner also thinks he can convince Kawhi to stay, too. Yeah, I mean, it happened that, with Paul George last year. Yeah, that's what. That's why he made the trade. But is that the basis for everything? I mean, that happened once in the history of basketball. Like, I mean, I don't know what is um, uh, Kyle Lowry as like intimidating of a player to play with. Where if you like the 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 chemistry between those two has to be solid. I mean, Kyle Lowry and Demar were like best friends, and Kyle Lowry was getting. Two years ago, was talked about being traded to the Spurs or being or like leaving in free agency to sign there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, and his contract's up, I think, in two years. Interesting. Okay. Well, I mean, so he could re. <laughs> that would be crazy if he goes mm-hmm. down. He'll be like 33, 34. Well, if, if that happens, the Pistons can <clears throat> say goodbye to ever making the finals if Kawhi stays in the East <laughs> without us drafting a superstar because. I mean, I know we didn't see Kawhi play last year, but from everything I've heard and the limited I've seen of him, he's oh yeah, he's, he up, he's he up there with the top three in the league. Yeah, he could be favored to win MVP and mm-hmm. Defensive Player of the Year. You know what? Um, we haven't talked about yet is uh, Jimmy Butler. I was just gonna say Jimmy Butler, um, dude. They were saying like they want um if they were gonna trade with Miami, they want an unprotected first round pick okay. for next year. Josh Richardson. And Bam Adebayo. And I'm like... I think if I was Miami, I'd probably do that. Uh, yeah, like Bam Adebayo... Because I don't know the two two people you named. And if you get unrestricted your first round draft pick when you have Jimmy Butler and Luka Donick... Or not Luka Donick, um, the fuck's... Goran, Goran Dragic. Goran Dragic. Goran Dragic trains Luka Donick, too. Oh, okay. And Goran Drago was trained by Steve Nash. Hey, us white people <laughs> got to stick together. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, yeah, like, it's... I think they also wanted to get, like, Phoenix in there somehow to take, like, salary dumps. And, like, Minnesota was looking for, like, a lot of, like... And then Jimmy Butler... Or a lot of, like, a lot, young talent and draft picks. And then Jimmy Butler just said the other day, like, if his wrist is healthy, because he had, like, surgery or something, that uh-huh. he doesn't want to miss any games. Cause right, he, wants to play so he could be back because the season starts on i think the 16th or 17th well i mean i i want him to stay with the timberwolves because that i like was, that team that wasn't ex- it's weird because his first year there was this past season andrew wiggins comes off a career high like 20 22 points 23 mm-hmm. points a game and drops to 
18, 19 a game, and people are saying he like uh, he might not have it anymore. It's like or Jimmy Butler is taking all of his touches. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so it's I don't know, man. It's it's weird. That's it's a weird team because it's like Tom Thibodeau is just getting all these old Bulls players that he coached back right. in Chicago. <laughs> like he's got Luol Deng. It's like Luol Deng missed almost the entire year last year because L.A. wouldn't play him. Yeah, and you know, with the NBA, I don't know if it's going the way of football is, but old coaches, like they're like just uh, run-of-the-mill coaches. They're just being transferred to team to team because they had success once. Yeah. I don't know if that works. <clears throat> I think you got to keep progressing, and that's why yeah. that's why I'm a little concerned about Dwayne Casey. I I mean, I don't know, man. Like Dwayne Casey, that was that was like a historic year, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. I guess I don't I like guess you shouldn't you, really put it on him that he can't beat LeBron, but Toronto had to fire him. Yeah, it's it's tough, but it's like I'm glad we got him. Yeah, like it was it was tough with Stan Van because he's like a. He was a really good head coach when he was in Orlando mm-hmm. with that team he took to the finals, Hadu Turklu and JJ Redick and Dwight. But he just couldn't figure it out here. Like he never he never developed these young guys. He just had his faith in like Stanley Johnson that he would become the next Kawhi Leonard. Right. I mean, um <coughs> I was I was saying on Twitter the other day that the Pistons should do whatever they can to trade for Jimmy Butler, even if it's just for a rental. Like as long as you don't give up Andre Drummond in the trade, anything else you do is going to be great, and you're going to contend for the East if you have Jimmy Butler. Because let's say uh, let's say you somehow work it out where you don't give up Blake Drummond or Reddy Jackson, then your starting your starting five are those three: Jimmy Butler and whoever the fuck else you want to plug in there, and you're going to be able to beat all these other teams, especially with Dwayne Casey as your head coach, who's not a chump. He's not a chump. Maybe maybe the Celtics could beat you, but... but Um, They still have Kyrie, right? Nothing happened there? No, yeah. And there's rumors that he might leave after this year. Mm. So, but, um... You... I don't see you not giving up Drummond. That'd be the only way I would do it. But also, like, why would Minnesota want Drummond when you got Carl Anthony Towns? Unless they're putting him at power forward, which... Maybe they want Blake Griffin. I remember when Blake was rumored to... They they offered Blake for Cat, and they're just like, nah, we're good. Well, yeah. (laughs) So... Blake Blake has the worst contract in the NBA. (laughs) We'll see. I mean, if he stays healthy, man, he he can be... Him and Drummond can be really good. He's played less games over the last five years than uh, Derrick Rose. I doubt he's going to stay healthy. <laughs> There's no way that's true. It is true. Damn. <laughs> maybe maybe my year count is wrong, but... Because Derrick Rose straight missed like two years. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> For... So has Blake if you take it as time occurred, you know, not just uh, entire seasons. I don't know. I'd rather be optimistic <laughs> than pessimistic about it at this point. I know. You're, you're, you're Pistons bias. Oh, no. Just not, you're not Pistons bias. You're Blake Griffin bias. He's like also a good player bias. when he's on, on the court. Oh, I'm, I'm not saying he's not. Like he was third in the MVP race three or four years ago. Good is not great. And the amount of money he's getting paid, he should be one of the top five players. 
We'll see, man. We'll I know how contracts he... work, and I know it's like you kind of screwed. Yeah. If you get a so medium player, you have to. That's pay why him. there's no way they would take his contract. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and or you take Reggie's. I mean, I don't know. Oh, dude, I'd fucking gladly get rid of Reggie's. But that's the thing. Like, what if him and Blake and Andre Mesh because. That ankle injury to Reggie Jackson was so weird because just a few weeks ago he like still wasn't healthy. Yeah. And then he like finally was doing like full contact practices just last week. Je- oh my god. He's yeah. I hurt again. That's what I'm saying. I was just like, what is going on? You had a high ankle sprain. God. But he like it like tore like ligaments in his ankle. It's like the moves the Pistons made. They haven't been the worst moves, but no, they, it was but, like, but they have turned out to be the worst moves. Yeah, because it's like that dude was gonna be a starter on, mm-hmm. you know, a team that needed a starting point guard. Right. Brandon Jennings just like was it during that time when Brandon Jennings like tore his Achilles and then yeah, we traded yeah. for him. So it's like, you know, whatever team needed a point guard, we we're gonna make that trade. But yeah, like he's not the best starting point guard in the league. He's better than some, but it, he can't stay he can't healthy stay on the on the court. Yeah, so it's it's frustrating for sure, but it's. I just want to get down and like, be in that playoff atmosphere. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Like, even if we like get knocked out of the first round, it's like mm-hmm. if we make the playoffs, I'm counting as that uh, a success. You know, it'd be nice Above, if we just won a playoff game because the the last time the Pistons <laughs> won a playoff game was over ten years ago. I'll be I'll be upset if we're. A seventh or eighth seed. I think we're good enough to be a sixth seed. I hope that. I mean, if we stay healthy, yeah, our ceiling I think is a four seed. There um, we go. We if we if we're healthy the entire time, you're you're we, fucking underrating that Indiana team. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I, I am. I, if we're healthy the entire time with Dwayne Casey coaching us, um, I know this is all a big stretch, but yeah. Anything um, can happen. Weak, best. Don't we have a weak division? Cleveland's in our division. Yeah, I don't think Cleveland's making the playoffs. But I'm gonna. I think that'll be a kind of a cool team to watch because Colin Sexton mm-hmm. is a really fucking fun player. He was on that Alabama team that uh, their bench got ejected for going onto the court like during a foul. Oh, really? <laughs> and so Alabama played with only five guys. Then two of them fouled out. So it was three on five <laughs> for the rest of the game. And Colin Sexton was. Carrying the entire team, it was insane. They lost five. That's... They lost by like three points. Wow, it was crazy. <laughs> wow, that's that's a an, an anomaly that never. Yeah, you gotta you gotta look it up again. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> so like, yeah, he's a, he's got that rat tail too. Okay. It. Yeah, he's in dude Kevin Love. He might he might be like the Kevin Love of old again, where he's the star of the Kevin team. Love, good fantasy player to own this year. Yeah, and he might not be on this year. What? There's a team. Oh, you mean not Keith Cap? Yeah, not Cap. Like, no one's gonna draft him. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, Kevin Love just gets blamed for everything, so it's <laughs> nobody wants him anymore. <laughs> no, yeah, he's a good guy. Yep, Cleveland, prepare to go back into the shadows because you're never going to be talked about again. Do you think if they still had Kyrie and just Kevin Love, they'd make they'd the playoffs? Be fine. Yeah, yeah. they mm-hmm. definitely make the playoffs. Yeah, because someone, someone, like, they would have got somebody else because like, they would have shoved up money for it. <laughs> yeah. You hear the rumors from, Dan Gilbert's going to buy the Tigers? Yeah. And I know they've been a little dispelled, but... Like, well, ever since Mike died, they didn't... They just want the... Uh, the Wangs. Yeah, well, I know there were some like really deep, deep rumors, like where 
they want they want to own the Wings and the Pistons because they're in the same stadium. And you know Tom Gores obviously doesn't seem that interested in owning the Pistons or just not doing that very very good of a job. Yeah, he's just getting fucked up on the sidelines. Yeah, <laughs> where it's and, like, man, I don't know. Yeah, it is kind of sad seeing that. Like where it's like he, you know, he's not totally invested, right? And he it's not even that. Like, I don't care if you're not totally invested, but find somebody that can run the team and not... Yeah, like, like that... We don't even have a GM, right? Uh, no, I thought we hired one. I think we just have a bunch of people playing, like, weird roles. Yeah. And Maybe, but we got, like, people from, like, good organizations that came in, like... Right. Dwayne Casey picked, like, a killer staff. But, yeah, it's like, I'd, I'd, wa- I'd rather have an owner like Steve Ballmer over in Clipper, Clipperland where he's freaking out on the sidelines and shit. I mean, he kind of... Blew the team up, that, which is good. I think. I mean, yeah, it was, if the Clippers land Kawhi, that changes the franchise it, and might win them a title after Golden State blows up. Yeah, it was just so tough with that the big three they had, where it's like every playoff run they got injured. Yeah, like that's C- the problem with Blake Griffin. No, it was like CP three. Like I'll never. That was one of the greatest playoff mm. series against the Spurs, where the Spurs should have been like a higher seed. Uh huh. But it like it went by like division winners, and then after that year they got rid of it. It's like CB3 hits the game winner on one ankle because he like twisted his ankle two games ago. Buzzer beater game seven, then he sits out next series and they lose to the Rockets. And it's like they were just so gassed, they were so deflated. Was that like uh, I think that was 2014. Was that the team you would say in your life that you've been the biggest fan of? And you, I, you, I mean, because you're not naturally a fan of the Clippers. So no, yeah, that was the most kind exciting. Of a, you're kind of a bandwagon fan for that. Yeah, that, that was the most exciting team during that era. Like, just the highlights and all mm-hmm. that. It was like exciting basketball to watch. Yeah, you so know, that, and, like, like, and they you were. Like, you like have really strong regret for them not winning. Yeah, that. like that's like. The there should be a thirty for thirty on like the what if on the I just I remember Brian's like, love for the Clippers. <laughs> I think the I think like the last series where it's like you knew it was over was where it's like both CP and Blake were injured and it was yeah. like DJ versus Portland. It was just like you couldn't even watch that series because it was like yeah, like right. they won like the first game then like Blake broke his toe and it's like like he just broke his planter toe just by like falling on it funny. Damn. It's like like these it's. It's not like that's ever happened to him before, you know. That's like that shit just happens. Like he like got injured one time by just somebody fell on him. Hmm. So oh, oh, I remember when that happened, dude. Like he went up for a <laughs> rebound and this his teammate just fell on him, and he like fucking tore his knee. Well, you know he's like the most unlucky player in the league. <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh to wrap up a yeah. basketball conversation love that any, team anyone beating the warriors you think anyone has a realistic chance um, i mean houston got worse houston yeah because they lost trevor reza and luke manamute like two of their best mm. defenders <sighs> um okc will be fun to watch this year they gain anyone or they just stay the same I mean, if they, they stay beat, healthy because i Andre... could beat donovan mitchell so yeah i think they'll be way better this year with like Andre Roberson got hurt, and their mm. defense went to shit. He was—he's their best defender. Like he's one of the best defenders in the league. Um, Lakers won't do it this year. Nobody expects them to, which is yeah. kind of cool because it's like that takes the pressure off LeBron. Right. Um, I feel like Lakers could beat every team except for Golden State, just because of LeBron's Yeah, greatness. like I—that's the thing. I just kind of feel like it's this last run for the Warriors. 
you know? Uh, I don't even think that, but I, I mean, I honestly think Clay's going to stay. And even if he does, he's going to take a really unfair contract for the rest of the league. And it's just going to kind of like ruin basketball. People are going to say, but people are still going to be like watching it. <laughs> but Boogie's not going to be there. I forgot about Boogie. Yeah. It didn't he have Boogie? I wasn't even thinking about Boogie this whole time. God, Damn. yeah, no. There's no one beating the Warriors. You can book it here. I think we're both going to be comfortable saying that. Um, Maybe the Celtics? <laughs> I don't know. Ah, I don't know, man. That team's so young. That team's got time. Just like Philly, man. They're so young and they're so deep. Well, we got to move on and talk about some NFL stuffs before we uh, officially end the sports part. Um, Le'Veon Bell has been... Uh, reported that he is going to return after week seven to be available for week eight. Believe it or not. What week are we in? Four? Five? We're in week five. Why would he say that? Why that week? Someone obviously leaked it to benefit either side. I don't know. I can't see him really playing for the Steelers again. No. I just... Earl Thomas, man? (laughs) Like, that dude just fucking broke his leg. (laughs) Dude got fucked. (laughs) Maybe Le'Veon wants to play... Um, I mean, yeah, maybe, that's... The, maybe the Steelers leaked it so they could trade him. It's just maybe they weren't getting good enough offers. I mean, I'm sure the guy wants to play. Like that's his job. That's what he mm. loves to do. Like he doesn't like right. sitting on the sideline watching somebody else do his job. Right. But the dude wants to be ensured that he's gonna be taken care of. It'd be so stupid of him to come back now after doing it all this. But yeah. he is he is losing almost a million dollars every week. He doesn't play, so that could yeah. be a factor. Yeah. Um, Lions lost everything Dude. I said. Forget everything I said last week about the Lions. Uh, they're back to being terrible and probably picking in the top ten in the draft. That's why I'm like kind of upset we're even talking about the NFL because I just watched the Lions and like. But what's up with like they didn't give the ball to, to that boy Johnson that much? Carry on, my yeah. wayward son Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, like guy came off a hundred yard game and yep. he only got it nine times. I don't know. I don't. I don't understand our offense because we should be top three in the league because we have the best. We're the only team in like maybe I think it might be in NFL history where through the first four games all of our receivers have over fifty yards or over a hundred or no, it's over fifty <coughs> yards each every game because we have three. We have three really good receivers who aren't yeah. elite, but yeah. like we should be, and we have a running back that looks like Le'Veon Bell the way he runs, and we just can't maybe it's stafford i don't know our, dude come on i don't know i don't know man maybe it's our offense coordinator i don't i just don't understand why our offense isn't lighting up like the chiefs are it's got to be because of our quarterback we have better receivers than the than the chiefs other than tyreek hill has that insane speed <laughs> you really are about to blame i Detroit don't like to pride and joy matt stafford Thank God Look, I love Stafford, and I'm not blaming Stafford. I just don't understand, and some of that has to fall on the most important player on our offense. Look, he had one bad game. Well, I mean, would you say three? Or I guess he had that terrible, terrible, terrible game, though, against the Jets. Uh, San Francisco was not a good game for him. This last game, I don't. The thing is, with this last game against Dallas, I don't know what we did wrong. Like, I feel it seemed like we should have won that game, but it just didn't. That game was fucking stupid. <laughs> like, it's like I, once you knew, like they had way too much time mm-hmm. at the end of the game to to get down there, and, and all the penalties they got, like. <sighs> 
Anyways, this Brian. This is a classic Lions game. I wasn't disappointed. I was just like, ah, oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been wearing my Lions head, and I'm just decided I'm going to rock it through the misery, which has Man, been. Man, you got to get on the Corduroy time. Portland Trailblazers hat life, my guy. Well, yeah, I don't like the Trailblazers or Portland. <laughs> oh, I hear Portland's a really fun city, and also they're, uh, the Trailblazers are... Is that hat bent like that on purpose? Um... I don't know, man. It looks like a zigzag, and it might be because Portland's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, man. Portland, I want to go there. Um, anyways, Brian, entertainment. What are we talking about? I know there's a new Netflix show that dropped called Maniac that I have yet to watch, but I have been wanting to watch. Great seen, show. Did you finish it? Yeah, I watched it with my girlfriend, Kayla, and we both really enjoyed it. Very right. good. Can you, spoiler-free, describe it? Jonah Hill is what is he like schizophrenic or something and emma stone there's like they they all got like mental illness and they go to like this drug therapy session to like to cure people like to cure the mind and okay our boy justin throw from the leftovers ah, God, i love the leftovers miss it yeah he's like the head doctor and it's so crazy because each episode is also like a different time one will be like 45 minutes there's one that's like 25 minutes oh really yeah so yeah it's it's kind of pretty weird yeah but they also they go through these like hallucinations where they're like in different worlds and they meet up and so it's 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 an interesting show it's, so it it's sounds n- futuristic and super sci-fi yeah it's nothing what i expected so i, I don't know it's kind of a tough show to describe without mm-hmm. it's it's good though i really enjoyed it i i want to rewatch it the trailer makes it look like pretty dark and maybe not maybe it's dark weird it's world, just like a, like a very... sad or depressing almost yeah they the characters like jonah hill and emma stone it looks like they're not in their usual usual roles no yeah they're very like like they play different characters throughout because they're in like different hallucinations oh, okay but yeah they're like normal characters are like going through some shit like in their personal lives got you and it's and it's heavy um real quick on netflix yes did you hear about starting in end of this year 2018 that they're gonna have choose your own endings i was actually about to bring that up right now (laughs) oh and i but i mean you were talking about black mirror right yeah but they're also gonna do it for a lot of other like Netflix original movies and shows too, but Black Mirror I think is gonna be like the first one. Interesting. Oh, I didn't hear it was for other things. I heard so what I heard was yeah. the new season of Black Mirror is gonna have an episode that's like create your own adventure kind yeah. of like like what like reading old like Goosebumps yeah, books or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where like you gotta click stuff and it's gonna take you to different things, which is gonna be really weird, and I'm not positive it's gonna work. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they said that I think they're gonna do it for like other movies too really like, yeah so that's gonna be because like what it if makes you... sense it makes so much sense for black mirror because they're always pushing the mold and i like i like the idea of them doing it for that but for other things i don't i think they already do it for children's programs on netflix i might be i might be wrong but i'm pretty sure that is what i heard oh then like how many how many endings would you be comfortable with that you get to choose from 900 come on <laughs> i don't know i mean i feel like it's gonna be like three dude i was gonna say two <laughs> like what if you yeah probably three though but but it's like so what if you you Here's watch it all you pick you pick the ending 
and you don't like it, do you have to rewatch the entire thing or you just watch the other ending? You know what? I would honestly hope they won't let your account watch another one. Whoa. Like, I you think, have to live with it? Yeah. Then you, you'd have to like sign into a friend's account or get a new account. And I think Whoa. that'd be great for Netflix's marketing. They just, not, they just got people buying other accounts. Yeah. Now. I have not heard that from anyone. I don't think that's going to be how it is because that sounds like it's going to be put people in an uproar. But I think that would be the way to do it. Like, That'd be heavy. If you're seriously going to do it. Because like, you you got to live with your actions. And you can't just be like clicking. You have to like, all right, guys, we have to decide this together, you know, what we're going to do. Yeah. I, also, that, I, I like that, but it's... I also think it's very corny because if you're not the main character, because you're not these characters. Yeah. You are, unless you're watching like, that, why one, do you, that why one do you, movie that's a whole POV of like the shotgun movie, what's it called? You know what I'm there's talking a couple, about? There's a couple like it. Like unless that's the kind of movie, then you're not the main character and why are you in, why are you in control of these player, people's face? It'd be something if you get to choose moments throughout, mm. but just choosing the ending is kind of, I get what you're saying. What I think it's going to be, I don't think the endings are going to be different. I think that how you get there is going to be different. How you get to the ending? Yeah, hmm. but everything's gonna tie back, like tie back into like this, like straight line bubbles out, goes back into a straight line at the end, like and that, and then that whole middle part is where everything is gonna be different. But I don't know. It's it might be annoying watching it, depending on how many times you get to choose something. And I've honestly never liked those books as a kid. I yeah, it was a bit. Fr- I would always keep my thumb like on the page so mm-hmm. I can come back and be like, "Oh fuck that ending!" Oh, fuck. I just <laughs> I, died. I died. <laughs> God damn it! Every- <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't turn the page, guy. <laughs> I don't know how it's gonna work in a TV show, especially. I don't know how the budget's gonna work for that either. I mean, dude, it, like everybody's gonna watch it though. It doesn't matter. Right. It's gonna be crazy. It'd be great if it was a series where you kept picking. I don't know. If I, I like. Could do I that. really like the idea. Of not being able to go back, so you had to live with your choice. Yeah, because that was honestly choose your own ending books. What was ruined is the fact that I could go back and, you know, ruined that that first ending. Like, kind of forgot about it, you know, because then I get to the one I find most satisfactory. Yeah. So let's eliminate that. I mean, Black Mirror is gonna try, it, and I trust that they're gonna do it good because there's there's been like one there's been one unequivocally bad episode of black mirror the rest have been good to great that's the thing even if this season's bad like it's an anthology mm-hmm. series so you're gonna find right. one episode that you're gonna like or a couple episodes I mean, because they also ended the show like they were ending the yeah, show with a uh, black museum yeah yeah um i don't know i mean there's Every can you think of a bad episode of Black Mirror? And I have one. And I haven't watched all of them. Oh come on, Brian! Dude, I've been forgetting to watch shows because I've been reading books. Oh, well, you keep reading <laughs> your books. I'm gonna keep doing something that's easier in my brain, and I can check my phone while I'm watching them. That's the thing, man. Like I get frustrated when I start checking my phone because I'm like, "Fuck, dude!" I'm like, "Why am I watching?" Yeah, and then like. I've been doing this thing lately where it's like, I don't know what to watch. So uh, I'll be scrolling through Netflix. I'm like, I just wasted 20 minutes not knowing yeah. what to watch. Dude, it's it's crazy how our minds are changing. Like, my mind is literally... I don't know how this happened, but I'm, I'm watching TV shows like on actual cable. And like, I'm watching it. I'm going to check my phone during like the show. Yeah. And then when the commercials come on, I'd not check my phone. I'm just fucking watching the commercials. And I'm like, I feel like I'm brainwashed a little bit. I'm just watching commercials. Yeah. 
and I'm checking my phone during the actual content. That's weird. Like, I mean, it specifically happens during Impractical Jokers. Maybe it's because I've seen it so many times. Yeah. But, oh, it's scary, and I need to get I need to get away from my phone a little bit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I want to put it like. I feel like I gotta put it on the other side of the room when I'm mm-hmm. watching like a sh- and it's also like, what movie do I want to invest like my time in? Like I'll get off work late and it's like, ah, oh, fuck, do I want to like stay up till midnight to watch a movie that I might yeah. not like? Right, I never you watch know? movies on Netflix. Never, never. Damn. I mean, unless I'm watching them with somebody, but not by myself because I, I when I go to see movies in theaters, like you know I really adamant about turning my phone off and not oh yeah dude that's the thing like that's I know, why that that makes the argument for movie theaters still that's that i agree like i just saw um <laughs> kayla and i went and saw down in the royal car theater uh princess mononoke it's like that's old anime film and like interesting <laughs> yeah and like it was just like yeah it was it was a bit late it was like a midnight thing so okay. it was like i was kind of falling asleep at yeah, the, like towards the end, but it's like in yeah, those like, chairs. Come on, it was terrible in those chairs in the Royal Oak Art Theater. Yeah. It's like they're all like upright. They're all like, <laughs> they're all like movie theater chairs from like ten years ago. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like the what the last movie I saw. Her and I just saw another movie too. We just saw oh, the uh, clock in the walls, and it was not good. But um, yeah, I was just telling you at a last time we saw each other. Um, a simple favor. With oh, Blake yeah, Lively yeah, yeah. and Anna Kendrick. Yeah, like, yeah, we saw that, and that was, like, I was paying attention to the because it's, like, you know, right. you don't want to be that person, like, pulling out your phone and, like... No, I never, like, ever yeah, look at my phone. No, no, I don't either. So it's, like, I keep that on silent and all that, and I'm, like, mm-hmm. why can't I do that at home, you know? <laughs> why do I have to be in this dark-ass room with strangers in order to feel that way. Right. PSA to anyone uh, like dating people, maybe go to a movie early on and see if the other person is like a loud person at the movies or a phone checker at the movies. Because honestly, that would be a deal breaker for me. <laughs> like if, if, so, if you're dating someone who talks at movies or who looks at their phone on movies, like I'll, I'll, you can look at it occasionally. But yeah, like a couple like times. If you're on it all the time. No, yeah. Like, I've never... I've uh, never would be a deal breaker. I've never even like... I don't think been to a movie with somebody like that. Uh, I don't know if I have either, but I've definitely seen it at movies. Um, but you know, uh, but <laughs> he just <laughs> let me calm down here. Yeah, I get animated about that. I always, I always turn my phone off completely, and I make sure whoever I'm with has their phone at least on do not disturb mode. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's how it should be. Like you're trying, you paying. To right. be there, mm. like, like you're, you're basically paying because I mean, home theaters are probably pretty much just as good. I mean, I know there's like it's a lot different, but like it's not that much worse to watch it at home comparatively to when movies were like starting to get big. Like, I I mean, before I like, we got these 4K TVs and whatnot. Yeah, but I like going to like Imagine and like even the Phoenix because mm. like, they got those fucking chairs. The man. chairs, man. But it's also like. Uh, I don't know, man. Just being at home, too, is cool. That's the thing. It's just I feel like I'm so distracted it's on like, my phone. It's annoying. I don't know why why it's like that. It's like this. Me and you could sit and have a conversation for an hour and a half, but the fact that we're on a podcast is making us more attentive to what each other is saying rather than normally if we were just hanging out having an hour and a half conversation. That's true. You know, We're going to be looking at our phone. Like, not, We haven't looked at our phones at all during this whole time we've been talking. 
unless it's to look up something you know yeah um so when you're at a when you're in a situation where your focus is like with somebody else or like yeah or like at like a group focus you know your group you're focused as a group on a certain task or i won't even say like group like if you're on a date at a movie it's like you're in that environment where you right you know you should be well, if you're the thing is, like, if you were watching a movie at a theater alone by yourself with no one else in the theater, you're still gonna check your phone. But the fact that it's group mentality, like even if it's just with uh, another person, good, you good. know you're not because you got to be paying attention. That's good. Uh, that's a good point. But there are also, like you said, there are some people that do still do that. Yeah. Well, they don't have group mentality. Yeah, they're f- they're fucks. <laughs> Put they're it fucks. plainly, they're fucks. What was what was another thing we were gonna talk about for entertainment? Uh, Better Call Saul that you don't watch? Oh yeah, I don't watch it. But I I try I try to like I forget that it's on Netflix mm-hmm. and like like I said you're the like the fifth person that's said yeah in this past week that I need to watch it's like oh yeah it's just an hour of anxiety <laughs> <laughs> like well shit do I need that and I'm thinking like how intense can it be when it's like. They're they're chewing on bones down here. Yeah, sorry, our dogs got boners. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah. How intense can it be? Like you know, <clears throat> I also thought because I I started rewatching the first episode from the first season because yeah. I watched that, and it's tough because like I kind of remember some things, but I don't remember like key things. Right. But um, you know how it starts in black and white, and he's in the present. Yeah. Every so every every season. There's this one black and white scene, and it's the first episode of every season, and it's in the the present. Oh shit! Is it like that? Because I was thinking, yeah. like, what if they end the show instead of how you know, like, people are saying, oh yeah, it has to end with him like meeting up with with Walter, Walton, Jesse. It's like I'm thinking, like, because I was rewatching, I'm like, what if he just, what if it ends with like the show like takes a turn and like goes into this present and like I think it is might this black and white show. Mm-hmm. And that kind of got me excited, but then I was like watching it. I'm like, that's fucking late. I don't want to like get back into the season one where I was like, obviously not that into it at the time. Yeah, but it's what like I already got renewed for season five or something. Oh, and... thank God I didn't know that. Um, but I think it's one more episode into the season finale for this year. Um, but I've been watching the show since it came out. Uh, kind of slow at first, just like Breaking Bad. But honestly, it got better than Breaking Bad. And whoa, what? Like better in a different way. Like it's different. It's not like as high of stakes as Breaking Bad. Okay, so it's not like corny intense where it's like, because no. how like intense can it be with like him being a lawyer? Like I don't want him getting in all these situations. Like in season one where he was like held in like the trunk mm. with Tuco or whatever. No, it gets less intense than that. Okay, to be honest. To be honest, the story has. It, it's taken like two different stories and that's what's weird about it like there's Saul's story and then there's Mike's story mm. and they're not even connected at all in this season so I like the, it's 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 like I'm watching two different shows essentially that's kind of cool though yeah in a way, because they're both pretty interesting characters so I'm wondering like because if the season finale is next next week they're gonna tie them together, right? Like, or else you or, would think, or else this is not. I, or else I would say it's probably not good storytelling, or because you're just telling two different stories, and it's only the only reason they're connected is because of Breaking Bad. Yeah, has nothing to do with Better Call Saul. So there's got to be something because I mean, and I think it's leading up to where there's something could happen between them, but they haven't had any interactions the entire season, which is very strange. 
And, like, they, they meet, like, in the first episode of the first season, Right. Too. They so definitely like, know each other. Yeah. So that we... And they know each other in Breaking Bad, too. Yeah. No, no. So I feel like something's going to happen on Monday. Hey, dogs. Get out of here. Go. Sorry. Dogs are chewing on bones. I don't even know if you guys can hear it, but I can feel it, and I don't like it. <laughs> no. But, Brian, I would strongly suggest you watch yeah, that show. Yeah, I think, I think I'm going to get into it, because, like, that... The the fact that you think that it will turn into the show about his present yeah. gets me excited. Mm. Do you think they'd keep it in black and white? Because that'd be cool. I think what they would do, I mean, and this is just me saying what I would do if I was in control. Um, they're gonna Once they switch fully to the future or the present, it's going to start in black and white and just slowly transition into color. Do you think they'll keep it in black and white and it'll actually transition into the movie Nebraska? Which yeah. Bob and Bob Odenkirk is in. He's the dad. Oh, no, wait, no, he's the uh, oh, he's the brother. Yeah. Of, <laughs> dude, that's a that's a pretty good movie. <laughs> I I like that movie. Yeah, yeah. I really like Alexander Payne. Like movies to me, like whether it's good or not, it's got to be at least soluble throughout the I'm, course. Of I'm it, glad ending... that you've seen that. I feel like I could make that reference to anybody else, and they haven't seen that movie. <laughs> I really like the like some some endings of movies just Bruce stick with Dern. you. Yeah, he's a like, great. When, when you realize at the end of this guy is not just crazy, he just wanted to leave something for his kids, and that's the whole motivation for everything, and it just tore my heart. I like movies that break my heart. That's If, if you can uh, summarize my cra- my taste, it's got to break my heart for me to like it. That's a crazy... It's a good movie, man. Yeah. Might have to rewatch that now. Hell. Oh, uh, man. But movie, like you were saying earlier, like movies, can't watch them. Yeah, it's it's tough. Like it's because I like uh, like like Kayla and I just watched on Hulu uh, Castle Rock. Yeah, that's what you and uh, Jake were talking about on the podcast. Yeah, right? like so it'd be every Wednesday. Like Hulu mm. does that where it's like they want people to get like into it. So yeah. it's like you got to wait a week, which I appreciate. So they want they want to just take over cable. Yeah, yeah, because they do have like live TV and stuff. Right. And so we love that, and those are only like forty-five minute episodes, and they're crazy. And it's like, yeah, I can we can invest forty-five minutes of our time. Right. It's like tough now to be searching for a movie. It's like, fuck, man, this is it's a two and a half hour movie. I yeah. used to be really into those. <laughs> it used to be easier. Um, I feel like back in the day when Netflix movies were first coming out, because you're like, oh, Netflix movie is gonna be good. But now there's oh, like, now I feel like everything that Netflix makes probably sucks. Dude, yeah, like the first movie they ever made, Beast of No Nation, which is directed by the dude who directed every episode of a uh, Maniac, Car Caria Fukunama, Beast of No Nation. It's the like the child soldiers, Idris Elba, Warlord. It's crazy. Uh, like if it, it if it was like a studio movie, like it would have been nominated for Oscars. That's no oh, joke. Really? Yeah, you know the entertainment industry is just. It's at a crossroads where we don't. I don't know what's going to happen because I think everyone's either canceled on the verge of canceling or, you know, well, either those two of cape canceling cable. Amazon just bought of a just uh is going to start this um show that's going to compete. They hope with Game of Thrones. I think I told you about it. It's a book series called The Wheel of Time. Oh okay. And it's you know fourteen books is the second best fantasy selling series. Wait, behind this, the this Lord isn't of the, the Witcher, is it? No, it's the Wheel of Time. 
Well, I didn't know if that was like a character. Oh, no. No, The Witcher is going to be on Netflix. Okay. All right. Hold on a second. So, Wheel of Time. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's like the second best uh, fantasy series behind Lord of the Rings. Wait. Amazon's going to produce it into a show. Like a book series? Yes. Wait, didn't didn't you just tell me the other day about Dune or something? Yeah, that's a sci-fi series. That's going to be a two-part movie next year by Dennis... Uh, the French boy, French Canadian boy who did the uh, like Arrival, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Ooh, I love Arrival. Still haven't seen Blade Runner. I know you're gonna be pissed Dude, at me. Yeah, that. like I maybe have really high hopes for Dune. Like it was first a movie by David Lynch, and the studio took over and made it shitty. Uh-huh. And this one, like he's got Timothy Chalamet as Paul Atreides, Mudabe. Um, remind me who that is. Timothy Shaw. I haven't seen any of his movies, but he's like the kid from Call Me By Your Name and oh, okay, shit like that. So I don't know. It's gonna be cool. Like I'm really excited. It's gonna be that's Dune. Dune is a book sh- series that everybody should read because it came out in like the '60s and it's all like Star Wars meets Game of Thrones, and they both just like jocked off Dune. It's all about like. <laughs> So the, Dune came before those both? Yeah, and it's all about they live on this planet. I mean, what didn't Game of Thrones steal from, to be honest? you know, True. Like, there are great houses in this galaxy and all this uh-huh. and that. And, like, Dune's this planet which creates this drug that enables, uh, like, interdimensional time and space travel, like, okay. to get from one part of the universe to the other. It mm. all comes from this one planet. And, like, all, the whole series is about, like, them trying to, like, create off-world, like... It's just so crazy and like so political and all this and that and right. It's crazy. It's it's you really know, intense. Honestly, what isn't a copy these days? That's true. It's 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 hard to be original. I always think of it in terms of music and like we were, well actually let's talk about the Wheel of Time first and I'll get to this. Yeah, Wheel of Time is very like I've read half of the first book because I was like oh I want to get into it then I'm like fuck dude there are fourteen books. And nice. The first how first, long are they? Uh, they're like 500 pages. So they're not like Game of Thrones long. They're just like Harry I, Potter. There might be some that are, but I think the first book's like, I would read the first 100 pages, and it's a lot more like Lord of the Rings okay. than Game of Thrones, which, like, I love Lord of the Rings, too. So, like, I'll get back to it later. I've just been into some other books right now. So. Yeah. Wait, is Wheel of Time, is that sci-fi? No, it's fantasy. So it's it's like well well what's the difference between sci-fi and fantasy? Like it's more like I guess medieval like dragons and like so is what is Game of Thrones? Fantasy. Oh shit! I was, what? I, I <laughs> Science thought sci-fi fiction. was that was 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 the same thing as fantasy then? I don't know. I guess it could be. Yeah. So they're they're related. They're like on the spectrum. Like they're like cousins. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like science fiction would be more like futuristic. Okay. Fantasy's more like. Like Middle impossible, e- medievally and wizards. And so sci-fi shit. is like <laughs> maybe theoretically possible, maybe in yeah. the future. Yeah, but fantasy is like okay, we're in a little bit of a joke. World. Yeah, but you could you could put like fantasy with like Dune could be fantasy too. I guess. Okay. I don't know. I mean, the spice must flow. You know, like I I think I understand, and I and honestly I think I. uh just now understand the difference because i thought they were one and the same i I thought sci-fi fantasy was like a thing no like (laughs) wheel time is like more like lord of the rings and lord of the rings is you know you know that is yeah lord of the rings i've never read it uh watched the movies 
liked them. Might didn't be love them. might be a Amazon series. Yeah, I hear about yeah, that. Yeah, so they that might be cool. There's but, something something about Lord of the Rings that just doesn't do it for me, and I don't know what it is. That's just real upsetting, man. I always get the it urge might... sometimes to just watch that series, watch that trilogy in a row, like all three movies. Just mm. ah, it's so good. It's I don't just know what it is. It's so. I'm good, trying to think. Man. Maybe it was the actress, but I like. I really like uh, Viggo Mortensen. I like Viggo. I like um, Sean Bean. I like Sean Bean. I like I like uh, Elijah, Elijah Wood. Wood. Elijah Wood is one of my favorite actors, probably. Loki. He's so good. Wilfred. Wilfred, man. I was thinking about that the other day. I was telling Melissa, I was like, <sighs> That's a you're great gonna show. Lo- you would love this show if you watched it. That's a great show. That's one of the shows that ended in a way that was actually very satisfying to yeah. me. Yeah. Like, most shows don't end that way. Like, we were talking about New Girl the other day. Oh, my the God. The ending of that was not very satisfying. I didn't even watch it. Like, but the Dex- ride was great. Yeah, like Dexter. Dexter is the worst ending I've ever seen. That's the worst season of tell. I was thinking about that the other day. Like, that's the worst season of television that I've been invested in. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was terrible. Like, like there's bad TV out there, but that's a show that I loved, that I was so invested yeah. in. And then it just went down. Especially because of how good the season before that was. Mm-hmm. Like, season seven might have been the best season of the show. Yeah, because season season five and six were like... <sighs> it, was on the down, it was on the down. When they, yeah. when they had... Uh, who's that... Who's that girl's name that was uh i can't remember but she was just like there tagging along yeah wait are you talking about the blonde girl i forget in season five right yeah okay yeah forget her name she was she was famous at the time for yeah i don't know she i think she was in like 24 or something too yeah probably 24 oh god that was a show i used to love too dude the first four (laughs) seasons again i said again four seasons again man and then they had like the movie, and then they have the <laughs> other series, and then it's like <sighs> it's like let it's like like Kylo Ren says, let the past die. Come on, Adam Driver. Just um, rewatched uh, Inside Lou and Davis the other night. That's a movie I always come back to too. That's a great I, film. I just listened to a podcast with an actress that was in that movie, but I don't know. I because I saw that with you in theaters. Yeah. Uh, didn't like David. it. Didn't like it the same way you did. But I, I do. I just like folk music a lot, and I just, I love the Coen Brothers. Mm-hmm. They got a Netflix movie coming out soon. Yeah, they do. Yeah, the Ballad of Buster Scrooge or something like that. It was supposed to be an anthology miniseries, but they okay. Netflix wanted to turn it into a movie to compete for Oscars. Interesting. Yeah, but yeah. Um. So a new movie coming out that we wanted to talk about: A Star Is Born. Yeah. Directed by Brad Brad's Coopers. Yep. Starring Lady Gaga's and Brad's Coopers. So what I've heard from that movie from the various podcasts I listen to is that Lady Gaga came to audition for it and dressed and up dressed up in all of her makeup. I heard this too. <laughs> and, and Bradley and Cooper just, tells her, "Take that all off," and she takes off. All I want to see like, you <laughs> or something like that. Now I see you. Yeah, like what? The... So corny. He had like, didn't he have like a makeup remover on him or something? Probably. <laughs> use here, use this. Um, I, don't, I hear it's amazing. Yeah, I like, mean, I hear... it sounds like. I mean, I love Lady Gaga. I really do. I'm not into her music that much, but like, growing up when she was coming up was made me like partial to, her, especially with my yeah. with with Sean being that much into him. Sean is one of my best friends. Um, made me like respect her a lot more, and yeah. you know I don't have any qualms against uh, Bradley Cooper. I like him. No, yeah, he's a, he's a good actor, and, uh, and this is I think this is his first time directing, but people are saying it's yeah fucking bang on movie. So 
And uh, the so I think the quote from the trailer is like there are twelve notes that any any uh, artist has to work with because there is, really is just only twelve notes like on a the music scale and then you just interpret them your own way and that's what I'm thinking about with like art like we were talking about earlier like there's only a certain there's definitely a uh, a line of everything you could possibly do you know. Yeah, it's out there. So you just got to do it your own way. And that's why things repeat, because it's so easy to repeat. Like every song that's ever been written, there are songs that sound just like it. Because when you got seven billion people mm -hmm. in this world and working with 12 notes. Yeah. And like, no, not many people have access to the same stuff we had. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 tough to. History is bound There's, to repeat. It it are it has and it will have it always will. Mm -hmm. So it's like every like the thing where it's every sentence you ever say like it's already been said. Like right. think of there are more people have died than there are alive today or something. You right. know it's it's crazy. Deja and Tendu. It's already it's already been heard. Man. <laughs> I was gonna wear a brand new crew neck over here, but I'm like probably yeah. Not are we ready do. for that yet? I don't know. I don't know. I was thinking about that too. I'm like. I started I, listening again. Science fiction, man. That's a fucking great album. I agree. Fear number three. Power. The president grabbed me. He's still doing that, isn't he? Maybe yeah, we should change it. I, I was thinking about changing the beers that Melissa says to Kavanaugh saying beer over and over again. At his like beer. I like beer. We love beer. <laughs> Do you like beer? Don't Doesn't everyone here like beer? Like. Sounds, sounds like what I would say if I was under pressure. Still drink beer. <laughs> Don't you drink beer as he's pouring a beer? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so last week on the podcast, we recorded the day before Kavanaugh's hearing. And, of course, it was the day before Kavanaugh's hearing because Kavanaugh's hearing was epic. Did you watch any of it? I didn't, man. I, I have not... Now I've been really keeping up because it's just like so sad and like all this news and politics and media. It's just, it's a bit overwhelming. So yeah, I've been trying to stay a little bit. <laughs> I've been trying to stay out of it for, and now I feel bad because I didn't. I forgot that I was going to be on here. <laughs> it was a bit <laughs> short notice, so it's like I kind of wish I was following it more. But I saw that uh, what at least two of the voters said they, the FBI uh, probe was satisfactory they found no misconduct or something like to it i saw that jeff flake said that um anyways let, let's do a quick recap yeah, yeah yeah so kavanaugh had his um or kavanaugh and christine blasey ford had their like weird little hearing where they went through what happened and it was so fucking partisan it, like yeah. like like everything in the world right now <laughs> politics where it was it was it was crazy because the so the Democrats questioning both of them were trying to like for Christine Blasey Ford Doctor Ford, um, they were just trying to get her to like reveal her sadness and make her seem, uh, yeah believable. she was like more victimized yeah it was a bit weird like it's but then all the Republicans questioning her which they did through a female like prosecuting lawyer, um. They were just going after like how she paid for stuff and if this was a big hoax by the Democrats, <laughs> which you know shows that shows how much they don't care. They just they they think Republicans and I'm not and I'm I know that I'm not just speaking out of like 
nonsense. Repub- a lot of Republicans think this is a big setup by the Democrats. And that's just sad. That's like how they mm, view like, women and victims and survivors and all that. Like it's like Right. It's fucked up. Like the, the Joe McNavish, a friend of the podcast, been on the podcast. Noted Republican. I was talking to him at trivia a week ago from today. And uh I'm like and I'm I'm trying to make the point where I'm like yeah, because uh, I, I do believe it's impossible to tell whether this happened or didn't happen because n- no one was there and there's not ever going to be evidence that comes out fully supporting. Like, you can't you can't unequivocally prove it. The thing is, like, just how the guys... I'm sorry for a quick sidebar. Just how the guys acted. Mm-hmm. This is his job interview. Right. Doesn't Doesn't look good. You yeah. know, like, like if that's any job interview anywhere else in America, like how are you getting hired? Right. You know, <laughs> here's the question. Like, it's thing not even too. like, it's not even the allegation. It's just how he's handled the entire situation. Like just from like the small things that I've seen, I'm like, this dude's fucking great. Like <laughs> he's just screaming and yelling. Right. Um, so my point of it to him, to my friend Joe, our friend Joe, was that I don't understand why the Republicans who have control of the House, the Senate, the presidency, and the Supreme Court, why they don't just nominate somebody else and get this guy out of there and just try to get somebody else in there to take control of the Supreme Court for generations because they are nominations for life. Like Neil Gorsuch. Which is insane. Yeah. That's crazy. We we can get to that. But Neil Gorsuch (laughs) was nominated by Trump and didn't face any of this stuff going through anything. But now Kavanaugh is facing all this stuff, and you're and you're calling it these you're calling these allegations against him not credible when you don't really have a basis for saying they're not credible. Just like we don't have a basis saying they are credible, they are what but, they are. Yeah, they are they, allegations. They're like that's it's just like it's it's not even like this because it's like Trump has all these allegations mm-hmm. against him, but people don't give a fuck about that, right? For and, some reason. But here's the thing that Joe said to me that really perturbed me. He says, and I said, because I said, like, I don't, why don't they just, like, nominate somebody else and, like, get this process rolling more? And he's like, well, if they just do that, they're just going to come up with with allegations against them. I'm like, that is just totally buying into a conspiracy that what this is. Like, I mean, I know it's easy to buy into these conspiracies, but if that doesn't make sense, especially if you put it in. In, in context of Neil Gorsuch, where there nothing nothing came out against him because Neil Gorsuch isn't a rapist. Yeah, it's just weird how like Trump saying all these things about how it's such a terrifying time to be a fucking straight yeah. white man in America. God, oh, so scary! Like, come on, dude. Do you mean Brian? Seriously, in your entire life, do you know anyone that's been falsely accused of sexual assault? No, I mean. No, I mean, no. Yeah, I don't either. Do yeah, you know anyone like that's what? been? Do you know anyone that's been sexually assaulted? Unfortunately. Yeah. Same here. It's yeah. It's it's and I and I would think that every person listening to this, it's um, like, probably it's, it's just like an um, it's yeah, it's like weird, man. It's like why why are there like why are we like living in this society where like we have people that we know that have gone through this mm-hmm. and then 
we have people in power who are like brushing over it like it's like oblivious not- to the yeah fact that this it's happens. it's like it's like i don't I, I like i don't even know what to like really say about it you, you know, know it's I'm, like it's, it's like it's like a weird time to be alive where it's like people don't care that much they just want what they want like they want that guy so bad mm. to be on there that they don't care anything like they 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 don't care what uh damn it nick sorry it was crook um but, oh hey crook um but yeah no it's 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 all, all stems to which something joe rogan talked about i know we, we talked about off podcast about joe rogan um but he talked about like how stupid identity politics are and i agree that identity politics are stupid like where you agree with one side no matter what like, but the thing is, like, I I, I I agree with that, but also it just seems like the other side is just so not great socially, especially. Like, we can talk about economics, but the social aspects of the Republican Party are deeply, deeply fucked up. It it is weird, yeah. Even with like a person being falsely, <laughs> and you're still just gonna give them the job. It's like, oh yeah, he handled that, you know that well. Yeah, I really believe Vote him, him in. Like, what? Yeah. You have no basis to believe him, just like you have. If you have no basis to believe um, Dr. Yeah, you're Ford, just taking the guy's word over the girl's. That's all you're doing. Right. This is a Because he was, he was angry and <laughs> crying yeah. every time his fucking basketball team or football team was mentioned. We were lifting weights. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. That's, that's fucking bull. It's it's a strange time to be alive. It's it. That's why it I, I, I'm, like, trying to not like dive into like the politics that much or like read into it all that much because it's like depressing it's like damn dude like i want to get out of here like i don't want to like be in this place where it's like like i feel like the place that i live in is under a microscope you know for the world to see where we're just like any if i go anywhere in the world people are gonna be like possibly judge me for being american you know yeah, like um, I don't know to, how that is now. To bring to be... this back to one of the early split sixes with you and I, I don't feel at home in this place anymore. Right? Yeah, Elijah <laughs> Wood. Um, but yeah, it's it, we're living in a world where literally um, Russian President Vladimir Putin denied uh, again you, killing those people. Do you hear about India where he's trying to get a five mil- five billion dollar arms deal done with them? No, and that would like do something with like uh the American some some deal they have signed with us India mm. and like Putin's just trying to get like an arms deal done. Dude. I didn't read into it because I was just like terrified and I was just like, oh, I was coming up. With I'm this. just gonna ignore that I might get nuked at any point. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all. You you will never get nuked because that's of course we've talked can't about happen. this. Um, but um, so. You know how you know how like monopolies in the in this country are like kind of illegal or like like so like big wireless companies want to combine so there's only three that you can choose from. Yeah, what was uh, Bernie Sanders saying about Amazon? Oh, he was companies <laughs> too big to fail shouldn't be able to exist. Yeah, yeah. Bernie Sanders, he like he like was literally putting a law together that was called the Bezos law, but it stood for something. Uh, but then. Uh, Amazon just increased their minimum wage to fifteen an hour. Yeah, 
know, I mean, they're not out of the woods in terms of public hate because, come on, every the uh, it's it's a t- it's a tough it's a tough world we live in. Like like I was saying, we live in a world where Vladimir Putin just denied the allegations that he poisoned and killed his own spies, uh, or spies who were his own his own spies that were spying on Britain in Britain's soil. Like you know, you've heard about that a little yeah. bit. Um, and then, then like the same time, he's at a rally saying that those people deserve to die, <laughs> and that whoever anyone else that like spies or like leaks information or goes co- covert or whatever is gonna end up in a body bag. Like, like what? <laughs> why? Why are you doing shitty things? Like, like what are you doing that's so bad? No. So here's my like, question. Like why? Brian. Why are you just doing bad shit? Here's my question. Do you think this the world we live in has all of a sudden become much more? terrible like everyone all the people are just like terrible now or no i think we're so exposed to it like mm-hmm. i think it's always kind of been this way but we just have the access now to yeah agree 100 percent. yeah so it's like it's kind of been the same but we're just seeing it, it's like fuck man the where we live in is shit it's like it's kind of yeah now like, realize it. like there's not a holocaust going on like there was in the 40s i mean there is shit like that going on That's, yeah just not to white people yeah like i mean isn't it the bloodiest civil war going on like right now or like the bloodiest the most deadly war of all times going on right now for like our iphones it's all like digging up a mineral in africa I'm sure, and I'm, I'm i I feel bad for not knowing more about it, but yeah, I, it's like it's tough when they're like you don't have access to like you know I mean, we have the access third, to, like third world countries where it's like right. you're not always gonna because there's not fucking reporters down there like mm. I remember watching like some vice documentaries where they would like go into these African villages and it's like they would have to fucking get out of there real quick because it's like you're in a place where the rules that you thought apply like the rules that apply yeah. back home do there it's you're literally in a different part of the world like anything goes it doesn't matter that you have a camera right. there they'll just sell it yeah if they kill you it's it's weird like yeah like i mean i i hate to reference joe rogan again but uh, th- one of the things i believe in th- that he said was the rate of change in america has always been very slow. Like it's been taking generations for like progress to be made. But then the internet happens and all of a sudden we all want this progress to be changed immediately, which is a good thing, I think. He didn't say that, but I think it's a good thing that, that we want this like all this social justice to be changed immediately. Like, you know, that's why there's the Black Lives Matter movement and that's why there's, you know, uh, minimum wage being increased and 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 all these social issues that are happening. That's the thing. Like the, we we want it all changed at once, and it's gonna cause chaos. So this it's gonna be chaos for a while until we get on a, this straight narrow path. But why are they showing like the negative aspects of it? Why not like show the positive aspects? Like why? Like they're not thinking when they're when they're showing this stuff or talking about it. They're not thinking of like like the future are you generations. Like, are you like referring to like the media? Yeah, like like they don't like in the news you don't see any like thing good really. Like yeah. you see like shit. It's not like something good, happy. Good, good stuff's boring, that's why. Yeah, like why is that? Why are we attracted to tragedy? You know, that is a great personal question. I don't know. I mean, I find it exciting. I I'm I'm sure that's why do we like movies? We're not going to watch a movie that's just all good. We're going to watch a movie with like a lot of high drama. We we're addicted to drama. I can't tell you why we are, but I can tell you why I like it because it's fun. Um, it's exciting to 
solve a problem and that's why great ending that's why like dramatic movies with good endings that's why people like them because it's fun to solve a problem sidebar didn't the trump administration say that like by 2100 the year 2100 like the earth's temperature is going to rise seven degrees and like you know if it rises that much we're dead the what the trump administration said that yeah i did not hear that i'm sure i would have if that was true though there's no way i listen to like so many daily podcasts that there's no way i that but also something I've heard about in, in I mean, I'm, like, I'm not saying this is fake news. That's you. what's like that's what sucks. It's like you're trying to do so much good shit and then it's like, mm. oh wait, like we might die because of global warming. Like it doesn't oh, matter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean we won't die. We're fine if assuming we stay here. Assuming we stay right where we are right now yeah. in this room. This split we'll okay. studio is <laughs> impenetrable. Everyone knows that. We are underground. <laughs> we're in the bunker 15 feet of concrete surround get us. off my plane <laughs> but um yeah climate change I'm sure it's gonna happen and I'm sure it's gonna affect like in United States wise it's gonna affect like Hawaii and it's gonna affect Florida and like, all coastal cities did you just see the shit about the uh fuck what is it Indonesia like that island that got hit with like the earthquake and tsunami like the fucking volcano that. just erupted there Dude, the world wants to, wants us gone. It's weird. Human race, I'm not... I mean, I don't want to die. <laughs> and I think dying is very dramatic. And I don't want, I don't want to experience that. And I'm sure I, I know I will, unless I get uploaded into the cloud. That's my dream goal. Come on, Elon Musk, let's make that happen. <laughs> There's so many Elon, things... That, Elon's against AI. Yeah, I know. There's so many things that can kill us. But... You know. I think about that every day. It's like, fuck, just driving to work. I know it's a short drive. But <laughs> 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 fucking somebody's just beaming down the street, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we live in a scary, dangerous world, but uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's really hard to comprehend how quickly it's changing in terms of technology and then how much we're resisting cultural progression in terms of politics in the United States. Like in, in a lot of the world, a lot of the world's going through this, like with Brexit and yeah, like that's what like <laughs> to reference Joe Rogan, his like first bit on his stand up, his new stand up, is like you know if you if you transported Thomas Jefferson to twenty eighteen, the first thing he'd ask is, you guys didn't write any new shit, <laughs> like referring to like the amendments and the constitutions, like. He's like, why are you talking about, like, the old scrolls must be, you know, respected? Yeah. It's like, nobody <laughs> It's set- like a religion in its own. Yeah, it's like, why can't... It's an amendment. You can... Right. You know, you can do new <laughs> shit to it, you know? Like, you can you can upgrade it. You can train... You don't have to listen to a, yeah, the bi- an, a fact from 1776. A lot of the Bill of Rights don't even make fucking sense. No, like, it... I don't know, man. It's weird. Like, we live in a very odd country. <laughs> yeah. We're we're close to... We're, I, I think this is a little... I don't get why we're the most, like, polarizing country. Like, why we're the most... When did we become, like, the most attractive and, like, you gotta be here, like, the most spotlight, spotlit country? Um, after World War II. World War II, our economy, our economy was booming, and we turned into like this. We, that's when we became a superpower. It wasn't before that we were not a superpower. Like other countries could have fucked us up if they wanted to, but after World War II, when we started like, 
you know, using the U.S. economy to weaponize a military. That's just and then, so fucked. And then, inve- and the, honestly, it was the invention of the nuclear bomb and then using it. Like, you can't fuck with somebody that has that because they can wipe you off the map. Like yeah. I always say on this podcast from the get-go, <laughs> mutual assured destruction is a real thing. And it Dude, makes you let's be real, though. Powerful. Japan has bounced back heavy from that. Yeah, but they're like under, they're under our protection. That's true. Shout out Japan <laughs> for now, as long as they follow Trump's rules. Shout out, shout out Japan, man. You guys, you guys, cool. Got good food, but <laughs> <laughs> you got good food. <laughs> shout out to the Japanese for the food that I probably never have had. Oh man, shout shout out Japan, <laughs> man. I hear, I hear it's like dude, I got this book about. I like Japanese whiskey. Like I have a book about that. I'd be, I'd be down to go to Japan. I, that, that's Our buddy of, James Waldron, shout out James, has been to Japan. I would love to go to Japan. Would go there in a heartbeat. I, I hear the, it's like overstimulating. Uh, plane rides can't handle them. Can't handle them. Just uh, drive to L.A. then hop over. Well, I would fly to L.A. I can handle. I, I I think I could handle a plane ride from New York to England. So I just want to hop across Asia. I did Chicago then. to Ireland. That was like a nine hour. Nine hours about my max. Any longer, I'm gonna go crazy. What's the longest flight? Like Sydney to, I think. There's a longest flight. I think it's Sydney to Tokyo or something like that. It has something to do with Australia, but it's like a yeah, like a twenty, twenty something hour flight. Oh no! Oh, kill me! I'd rather die. Twenty hours, like a day on a plane. Like, well, you. I think there has to be layovers, right? Unless they're unless it's a special plane that's like fueled to. Just, I don't know, man. And like, just, just like, stops at a gas station like you ever in the see, sky. Like, you ever see like the flights? It's like a like. I want to say it's some Asian airline where they got like beds and like you have your own oh, room. Dude, if I had like a bed or a room on a plane, I could fly for forever. Are you sure? Like, what? <laughs> you're just sleeping. And the plane's just going down. <laughs> nah. huh? Yeah. As long as I'm like comfortable, I'll be fine. Do you see that? Uh, I know this is. Probably going back to entertainment, but there's a show that reminded me of Lost that just came on. Okay. It's called Manifest. I didn't watch because it's like... They do use that word a lot in Lost. <laughs> but it's like, a, 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 they're on a plane. He's not and, on the manifest. <laughs> and they, they disappear for five years. Oh, yeah, I saw yeah. the trailer for it. Did you wait? Did you watch it or just saw the trailer? I just saw the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm really tempted to watch that. But I was too, but I was just AMC like, uh, or ABC. I'm like, no, yeah. this is gonna sh- be shitty. Yeah. Just like all the other shows that say like from the producers of Lost. You know how many times that got me? Remember Flash Forward? <laughs> Remember Terra Nova? Dude, I I wanted to love Terra Nova. <laughs> Dude, they all sucked. They did. And you can't recreate Lost. Stop trying. If you're gonna recreate Lost, just call it Lost and make it again. And I, maybe I'll probably watch. Well, I know I will watch it. Just fucking Guarantee watch the watch Leftovers it. or watch Twin the Peaks. Leftovers. The best show of all time was the Leftovers. I still agree with that. Oh, that's a great show. Um, so back to politics. Um, Ryan, did you see Trump talk about um, Doctor Ford? Yeah, I, I unfortunately <laughs> saw that. What the fuck? Like. How, why is he still going on rallies? Why is he still at rallies? Why is he's, like he's he hasn't stopped campaigning? Yeah, it's weird. And he was definitely just mocking her. So here's a conspiracy theory. It's fucked up. What? <laughs> Relating directly to this, um, 
so you know you know how like I was trying to explain earlier that uh, the Republicans think like this is all set up by the Democrats and like that yeah. she's like a mole or whatnot. Um, well, my conspiracy theory is the only reason Kavanaugh is kept on this long is because this the the like the combativeness of this nomination is drumming up support for people to rile be riled up on the Republican side for the midterm elections and polls have increased for the Republicans since this controversy has come really out. I thought which that, is so fucked up regardless but I thought I thought after like what Trump did at that rally in what Mississippi I think so I'm not, yeah I felt like a bunch of people were kind of like what, why why are you saying that well um so Jeff Flake's uh Lisa Murkowski and Susan Collins. Am I saying all those right? Those are the three yes. Republican senators that could flip. Um, they all said they were really against what Trump did and yeah. whatnot. But you know what? If you guys go out there and you vote to confirm Kavanaugh anyway, then you're not against it. You're for it. You're basically they got no soul, man. They got no comp- They got no humanity. No. I mean, reg- even if Kavanaugh didn't do this, which we can't say either way that he did or didn't, because. I think evidence is pretty equal on both sides. Well, you know, I would honestly say it's more towards Miss Doctor Ford, but it's just you're electing it, a guy who's clearly not fit for the position. Who, in his opening statement on his hearing, cited a conspiracy theory investigation that that, that this is framed by the Clintons. The Clintons, Brian. People that aren't in power in the slightest bit that people have had conspiracy theories about forever. This is clearly Russian intervention because Russia has used these troll farms to incite all these people about it. And then just came out a, a report from, I think, a German company that just was like um, that their troll farms are active supporting pro-Kavanaugh propaganda on like Twitter and Facebook. And that's what people are seeing. That's what I see like people that I know posting stuff about this and like are just so pro Kavanaugh because they're prone to believe this shit and it's hard to know what is real and what is not real but I just don't think that I mean maybe the Democrats I'm sure the Democrats have an agenda but I don't think that (laughs) if they were to have just made up this um, Dr. Ford or somehow got her convinced her to do all this shit and ruin her life that is insane to me that is insane that people would believe that yeah it's like i hear people talking about it like at work and it's like she has children she's separated from her family you you think she would just voluntarily go through this just to help a democratic agenda that isn't even a guaranteed thing to happen like we're obviously if kavanaugh is going to be confirmed in my opinion and he's going to be the next Supreme Court. And I don't I don't know what the effects are going to have in this country, but I promise you they are not going to be good if you're a woman or a person of color. Which is sad because it's like this, like, <laughs> they want to be on that, you know, you got to honor the, 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 you know, the democracy and like the... Mm-hmm. These fucking ancient scrolls they wrote with fucking <laughs> pen and quilt. And it's like, yeah, this is the land of opportunity for, you know, give us your tired, yeah. you're poor, you're sick. You, anybody can come in and hang out and make a life for themselves here. That's that's not true anymore. No, and like that's not what it was founded on. 
Like, you're trying to make it something where it's like, I really feel bad for even being here. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I can't really make a difference that much. I can just complain about it. Do you think, like, all right, so... I don't know what to do. Like, I, I don't really have that voice where I'm going to do something and, like, go out and vote, I guess. You know? You know what would be, be an interesting <laughs> comparison to how, like, I'm sure you would have voted for Obama had you been able to vote. or I did vote did. for Obama. Yeah. See, I didn't. I, was, I mean, I was able to vote, but I just didn't because I was an idiot. That was the first time I was able to vote. So I wonder what it would be like comparing our experiences to uh, Trump getting elected to consp- to comparative to like people who voted for Al Gore that were our age mm. when Bush got elected. I wonder it'd be interesting to wow. to uh, think about that, like how they were. Because I feel like very helpless and helpless, and, I'm, and I'm, so do I. <laughs> but I mean, I know helplessness tr- is like one of the worst feelings you can ever feel. Yeah, where it's like you can't do anything. Yeah, the thing is, like though, I know that I'm fine. Like I know I'm gonna be fine because. Because, but it's also like, dude, why? Why do you just want to be fine when the when shit's just still going bad? I don't like, want to be. No, I don't want to be. Oh, yeah, that's I, the thing. I'm not like, be fine. I, I'm, I'm not like, content with just being fine though. It's like, yeah, like shit's fucked up, man. Like I don't want to be in a place where it's like I, like shit's just fucked up all the time. Yeah. It's like I think about like, like moving somewhere like away from me, like quiet, and it's like mm. where I don't got to deal with all this like fucking bullshit of right. Like, it'd just be nice to, like, get away from it all, you know, and, like, kind of... Be nice to live in a place that you believed in. New Zealand. I'm, Let's all move down <laughs> to New Zealand, man. I'm not, they got, they I'm got not a, anti-New Zealand at all. They got, they got a female prime minister. I don't think there's... You know, I don't think there's it's any paradise place. down there. It's, 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 like, nice all the time, year-round. The thing is... They have good wine. The thing is, the United States has all of that. It's just not all in one place and that's the beauty of the united states is that you can go you can get any kind of climate you want you can you can get any kind of culture you want it's all there but i'm afraid we're gonna lose that with and and turn it just like super white and super <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i don't know it's it and i want i want to be people... proud i want to be proud of where i live and my country because it's my country is where I live. You it's know, it's like it's like a how how I feel about the Lions. Like but I'm it's never gonna like, not love the Lions. That's just I'm your never tri- gonna not love the United States. I just hate what they represent right now. It's just your tribalism, man. It's like the human DNA of tribalism where it's like why why are we so proud of this imaginary line? Right. You know. I don't know. I don't know, man. Things gotta change. It does yeah, definitely. And it's just get a very, very I think of really like dark time. Like I saw your brother Mitchell sweet like a couple weeks ago. It's like, hey, uh, if anybody's like a Trump fan still, like let me know so I just don't ever talk to you again or something. Like, it's like, yeah, it's like. See, I don't agree with that at all. I think we have to talk to them. Yeah, like you definitely gotta like have a dialogue. You can't just shut people out anymore because then you're just separating sides. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and that's gonna like start. A, a civil war yeah the tension and all like like as, as who is america as unrealistic as a civil war seems it is not out of the realm of possibilities which would be crazy so go buy a gun while you can everybody who this is been, america this has been the split six podcast the podcast where we split a six pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of the beer brian yes where can we find you and follow you 
I'm on Twitter at BMNison, Instagram, BMNison, um, Snapchat, I guess. I don't really use that, though, so don't be weird. <laughs> well, follow us. <laughs> follow me at Nick Magella, anywhere you can find me. Follow us on Twitter great. at Split6Media, Facebook Split6Media. Remember, it's more important to listen to what somebody else is saying than it is for somebody else to listen to you. And Preach! Thank you for splitting six with us.